What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BNB Podcast. My name is BJ. My name is Mike. And I'm Brian. Mr. Landrum. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I, I know the people, you know, this is our third episode, but right. I don't think the people know who we are yet. So, I, I think we need to explain <laughs> that. Like how do we meet and what's our connection? And you know. No, I totally understand. Um, so, basically... We're we're three really good friends. Obviously, uh, Mike is my cousin, one year one year apart, and pretty much like my brother, real real close and stuff. And then, um, you know, and then obviously with you, man, it's like I met you in seventh grade, and we had the same PE class together. And then obviously, we blew out my knee, and <laughs> the biggest, the funniest thing was is the next time I saw you, you know, the first thing you asked me was, "Am I paying for that medical bill?" And I was like, "Nah, man." No, you know, I, I, I said, are you going to sue me? <laughs> that's right. Am I going to sue you? And I'm like, nah, man, you're good. Was that in soccer? Nah, I was just playing playing basketball, dude. Yeah, it was, it was basketball. Yeah. So we're playing basketball, then that happened, and then we just became friends, dude. And then, um, you know, the one thing about B was, like, in my in my high school era when I was just, become, you know, a big follower, I mean, my, my mom and my dad really liked BJ because he would take me to play basketball and just stay out of trouble, you know, and that's the one thing my mom loves about B is just, like, you know, he – he basically just showed me the right way and just the, the good way to do it, you know. And we played ball a lot. I mean, that's all we used to do. I mean, him with the Buick, you know. <laughs> Some good times in that Buick, man, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, first cars, man. Everybody Some always had a good time. You had Nasty Nate. I had Roberta. <laughs> Did the Buick have a name? Uh, No, but you know what? A funny story about my Buick is I, I put a, a sticker on the back of it that said player just because I was a basketball player in high school. So there was this one girl who who didn't want. To, I used to be cool with her, but then when I got the car and put the sticker on there, she didn't talk to me no more. And I was like, "Yo, like, what's what's the deal? Why you don't talk to me no more? Because you're a player." I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? Look at your sticker on your car." I'm all, "I put that on there because I'm a basketball player." She was like, "Oh," <laughs> she felt <laughs> she felt all dumb. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> but um, rest that rest the soul of my Buick. I had a put it down when the transmission went out yes sir r.i.p and then and then basically one time we you know when we all we played football or uh, we played football at norco together and that's when b that's where bj met mike that and then the first time yeah that's yeah, right. yeah man that's where we at, at that tree when we, we played football and someone hit that tree i remember <laughs> but the funny part was is all of a sudden the highlight of our friendship is the damn cd man Boys. Yeah, I'm still wondering where the hell my Bill Bill DeVoe CD's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you people that don't know no story, huh? What did he say? He said it got lost in translation. I guess so. But the people don't know the story was I I had a Bill Bill DeVoe CD, you know, the first one with Poison, you know, and I let Brian borrow it. And I've never seen it since. And what's it been like? I don't know. I'm saying about almost, what, 17, 16? So many years later, it's still you know, missing. You know, back in the day when you used to have to trade music, hard copies, not yeah. like nowadays where you could just do MP3s or listen to Spotify. You know, we used to have to change, exchange CDs or cassettes. You know, yeah, that we did. Yeah. But then, it, but then the funny part is, man, is when you when your one friend had that CD from Walmart, you were like, nah, nah, I'm okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> you know what's funny about CDs? Everybody had a certain way to open them. Like, to that's, try to get into them faster. That's true. I had a buddy that showed me he would slide the slide the CD across the table, and he would rip the plastic, and then he would perfectly open up all the plastic, and then it always had that sticker on it. Yeah. And he would pop the CD case open and fold it all the way around and then get the sticker off. I've That was the coolest way I've ever seen. <laughs> Every other time, I would, like, fiddle with the sticker the whole time, the whole time, and try to get it off. But he showed me that one good way, man. And ever since then, I opened up all my CDs like that. Yeah, that's crazy. I wish I'd known that. I was always pick at the little corner when you see the little opening, you can open it. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll use my nail and I'll try to pick at that and get that little piece off and then get another piece off and then I can finally rip it open. It was a pain in the ass, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It was a big time pain in the ass. So. Yeah. so how was your guys' week so far? Uh, It's been okay. You know, it's going actually. It's going by kind of fast though. Yeah, you know, it which, did. which is good because Friday's payday, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's the weekend, so coming up. But um, 
then I'm just uh, looking forward to being Friday, getting paid, and trying to do something fun. Yeah, I had a fever yesterday, man, or two days ago. Had me on the had me up to 102, and in the toilet, man, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bubble guts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I got that two ply, so it's all right. Oh no, I got the two ply. Yeah. No, nah, I don't. I don't mess with two ply. It's all about Scott's, baby. Scott's uh, will last year. It will, but it, the two ply is soft on the booty, though. Come on. Now. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, I say I've known. But how long have I know you, Brian? It's going on what? Twenty four years. Man, we're going on twenty four years, dude. From ever since uh, nineteen ninety four. So yeah, I've known you twenty four years, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's family, man. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, we've. And we've all been friends for, I mean, obviously Mike and I, what, shoot, man, 30, 35 years. <laughs> since Mike came out the womb. Since, <laughs> since Mike, Mike, yeah, man, since we were wearing the same kind of diapers and drinking Ecto Cooler, man. Yeah, yeah. Ecto Cooler. Yeah, and then once we all met B, I mean, he's been instant family. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a blessing, man. I mean, it's been, that's when we've all been close and we've been always talking about doing the podcast for a long time and then we finally just got it going and been it's been a lot of fun and it's only going to get better yeah yeah a lot happened in sports this week with the whole march madness um a oh, lot yeah. of upsets upsets man too many upsets you know you had virginia the first number one seed to lose in the first round you had florida state being xavier a number one seed out syracuse advancing you know this has been crazy like this i haven't i haven't I haven't watched the tournament have so many upsets in my life. Like this is crazy. Like my bracket is horrible. My it's bracket crazy. was too, man. I had I had Arizona and I had I had Arizona and then I had uh, Virginia, and then when I'm watching the game on Friday and I'm seeing that UMBC, what is it UMBC yeah. and what they did, and I mean that wasn't and like the one thing I have to say about the Virginia coach Tony Bennett is I got a lot of respect for him because his his team is going to be going down as the biggest upset, but uh-huh. he had. Dude, what he said was just like, you know, we got our butts whipped, man. Hands down, we got our butts whipped by a better team. And that's mad respect, dude, because not too many coaches will say that stuff. No, it's a, it's a lot of parody in college basketball because I blame it on the one-and-dones. You know, all the, all the big major conferences, they get those good players. They come in, they play one year, and they're gone. And then you get these, you know, lower-tier teams who have seniors and juniors on the team, and they've been playing together forever. When the tournament comes, it's it's anybody's game, you know. It doesn't even matter if you you barely got in a the tournament; they can compete with anybody now. Is it one game elimination? Yes, you oh. lose, you're out. Man. Yeah, that's that's how. That's why this is probably like besides the Super Bowl, probably one one of the most exciting um, you know sports times of the year, the March Madness. Yeah, that's got to be rough as a senior, you know, going into something like that and one and done it. Yeah. Man, that's true. Hey, Brian, did you pick a, a new uh, Final Four? Like, no, man. I'm after after what happened with my bracket, dude. I'm I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the 16 teams left, I was thinking, I was like, it's probably going to be Duke, Michigan, Villanova, and Kentucky to be in the Final Four now. Yeah. Which I had Villanova going to the championship game, losing to Virginia. But yeah, my whole Final Four is way different now. <laughs> it's just it's horrible. Yeah, and did you guys hear about Turner? Yeah, man. <sighs> man. Sorry Justin Turner, man. Yeah. That's sad. Did it did they tell you how long or did, does anybody know how long he's gonna be out? No word yet? No broken he didn't break it or anything like that. They just say it's gonna be it's gonna be a couple weeks. But dude, you guys are fine, man. You got plenty of backup. I wouldn't even stress about it. Nah, but still it's well, yeah, if he's only going to be out for a couple of weeks, then it's, it's good. Yeah. I, I was, when they said broken, I'm like, that's at least, what, two to three months? Baseball season is, what, starting, what, in a week or so? Week and a half? Do you have any World Series predictions? All right, so basically, you know, my, my baseball picks this year, I mean, I know I'm an Angels fan, diehard, but the Angels are going to be my, my, my wild card team. I'm going to say that. You got to really look for the Astros again, dude, especially their acquisitions. I mean, they got Garrett Cole. Dude's a stud, bro, from UCLA. I really oh, yeah. think I think the Astros might come back. Boston, you know what? After what happened with the Astros last year in Boston, and then the fact that, remember, Astros still got Keiko, they got Verlander, and now you got Garrett Cole. I mean, and it's just, dude, it's insane. So I'm going to go Astros. And then for my NL, 
I mean, the Doyers are going to be there. The Giants are going to be there. The Cubs, uh, the Nationals, I don't know about. I mean, Scherzer's scary, dude. But, you know, I'm, I'm going Cubs, bro. I'm going Cubs and Astros. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Cubs and Astros. I mean, they picked up Darvish. And besides those <laughs> two horrible <laughs> outings in the World Series, yeah. I think he's going to be all right with the Cubs. Um, and they're going to they're gonna go back. And I think they, they can – I mean, you look at the NL – it's a toss-up. I mean, yes, my daughters can make it again, but you never know. I mean, our bats are high. I'm just worried about the bullpen. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, but you know what? We, we forgot about one team, guys. We forgot about the Bash Brothers in New York. You know, I forgot about those guys. Oh, keep an eye on right. keep, keep the Yankees, man, because they got, they got two studs. That's true. But what about their pitching, though? I don't know if they have that pitching to hold up. Pitching, yeah, you, you need pitching, and I mean, the bats really can, can only last so long. But I'm gonna definitely just say keep an eye on the Astros again because they they got everything. They didn't lose nobody, did they? Uh, not really, no. No, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that team was so scary last year. Oh yeah, the World Series to you, you'll you'll never forget because it was just, it was just so good, dude. And I think that you know this year alone, I think Dave Roberts every every year that Roberts has been your guys' manager, it's been a better year. Mm-hmm. Um. The dude knows his shit, and I really think that the Doyers are going to definitely be up there. But I think the Giants and the D-backs are going to be a lot stronger. I mean, your whole – even the Rockies, dude. And the whole NOS is yeah. tough. Besides gonna, Padres. Nobody cares about the Padres. Padres might be okay, but they're not going to be like those four, man. But I really think the Giants with all those acquisitions, dude, that, that, was, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. It's a, Well, you know what? It, it is an even year. They always win World Series on an even year. Well, they do, man. What's, uh, your, what's, well, your, what's your pick there, Miguel? You know me, man. I'm, I'm Dodgers. RBI, RBI, <laughs> what's your pick on RBA baseball, dude? <laughs> Bases loaded. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm picking Dodgers. Hopefully they can do it. it was yeah. a tough year last year, so. You know, I was there for game seven, so that was rough. See, I know, I know why we lost. I know, you. right? Because I was there. But I can't wait, man. Baseball season, yeah, it it goes forever. But it's a lot of fun, and it's always good to go to a ballpark, have a couple beers, watch a good ball game. It's that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was watching a a little thing about the new food the Dodgers are gonna have this year. Oh man, I, I think it's the fat boy in me, but I'm I can't wait to go there for the food. They got some oh. some good looking food. <laughs> it's about time, man. Selling at Dodger Stadium this year. Well, Brian, you're an Angel fan. What's the, what's the thing to get at Angel Stadium? Honestly, dude, beer. <laughs> just beer? Beer, man. I mean, you know what? I mean, I don't – I mean, I'm not a big hot dog guy. I, I've never been to Wiener since everyone gives me that look, but I'm like, I've never been there. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, honestly, dude, I, I would just – I mean, I like I like a soft pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Then, I just bring my I bring my own sunflower seeds, dude, and just drink. You know, spend about a good couple bucks on a couple beers, and you know that's it. I don't really eat too much at a ball game. Um, I know I know at Angel Stadium you're able to bring food. It's so weird at Angel Stadium you can bring food in, you just can't bring any like any water or anything to drink. Of course, they want you to pay for those six dollar water bottles they got. But there. you can you can bring your foot long or whatever you got, man. That, that, it's crazy. But I know. You know, when we went to Dodger Stadium, I know uh, a lot of the, the food is different at Dodger Stadium, basically. Yeah, well, that's like every stadium, though. They have their like, own specialties or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Padres is a pretty cool place to go, man. I, I enjoy going to there. Yeah, that's their the first stadium. time I had garlic fries. Yeah. Padres Stadium. They have some good garlic fries there. Yeah, and plus they got everything that's around there, too. It's really that's cool. Right there good by food. the gas lamp. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. You haven't been there yet, huh, Brian? Nope. Yeah, you got to go. He said the, they play the Angels this year, right? I believe so. I think they play them in August, which obviously it's going to be nice weather out there. So. Oh, yeah. They classy, San Diego. Exactly, man. But, I mean, obviously, you know, with the, with the brackets and everything, you got baseball season. And then, obviously, in like two weeks, man, you got the Masters coming up. So, what we'll do is all three of us will pick uh, – we'll do what we did last time. We'll pick four golfers and we'll see who gets whether they win it. They come the closest to the on the final leaderboard. Um, obviously, Mike and I were the last two, which was funny last year. He won it, but like we were the last two guys, that, our, our picks. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. So yeah. do your homework. So do your homework, B, because you got to you're gonna pick four as well. Yeah. Going with Shooter McGavin, letting everybody know. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know golfers like. You guys, I don't know, Mike. Do you know golfers too, or not really? Nah, nah. 
I thought she was some kind of golf whiz over there, you know? Nah, nah, nah. I just look at a uh, Forbes list and then I kind of go off of what yeah, they you say. Did. Yeah, you did. And then I kind of pick whatever else and just kind of look around a little bit, see what people got. And then I always go with somebody that nobody knows, a wild card that I like, you know? John, and then- John, John Ram. John yeah. Ram nonstop. <laughs> Every pick was John Ram and then Tommy Fleetwood. And then we're like, who's that? I don't know, but it's, my, my, my woman loves Fleetwood Max. So I picked Tommy Fleetwood. Hey, Fleetwood doing good, though. Yeah, well, they all even John Ram is, dude. They're all Justin Thomas. I mean, looking at looking at Tiger, dude. Last West, I mean, next thing you know, he's ball. He uh, he played good ball. Oh, good man. Yeah, well, he's playing more often. That's the whole thing. He wasn't yeah, playing enough. No, he's definitely playing. He's playing good golf. He's on the final leaderboard and stuff. So he's he's doing good. I mean, I'm 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 looking forward to look doing some research for the Masters and stuff because like I said it goes final four the tournament the championship and then it goes right to the Masters and then baseball opening season opening day is next week so when is the first game of the season going to be you know how um, ESPN March, usually does that yeah it's going to be series or first game it's going to be March 29th dude so we open up with Oakland okay and yeah, but what's weird is I mean this uh, the month of April Angels got the Red Sox and the Yankees in town dude mm. Yeah, so. You got to go to those games, man. I'll even oh, go to those games. Swear <laughs> this guy. I wear my Dodgers, my Dodger gear like I always represent. <laughs> got to represent. But um, obviously there's some there's some stuff trending and stuff like that. I was going to ask you about this, Mike. I mean, what is, uh, what's going on with this hip-hop DX, real hip-hop versus fake hip-hop, man? Oh, man, it was a YouTube that I watched, YouTube video that I watched a little while ago this week about uh, – it was, I guess, this D- hip hop DX is like a YouTube video series that MERS does. Uh, MERS is like an old underground hip hop Oakland rapper from a rap group called Living Legends. I guess he puts on this little show that they have like little topics, and this one was about fake hip hop versus real hip hop because you hear all the hip hop heads always saying, you know, this new rap, this commercial rap, it's so easy and um, so easy to produce and so easy to put out, you know, and then he basically just challenges it and he goes back in time and he watches older videos like um, Daz Effects and then he watches the video and then he kind of relates their lyrics to like new stuff like Amigos that are people are like kind of criticizing them over that they're not real rap. He kind of analyzes it and they, they sound the same and he like cuts back to one track and listens to it and then goes back to the next track and listens to it. And there's so many similarities, you know, and he just basically is just basically boils it down to nostalgia. Nostalgia is what makes you say what's real hip hop, because that's where we remember. That's what we grew up with. And that's what we remember. And this new stuff sounds to us differently, but it's not really sounding different. It's just not what we grew up with, you know. So, he, I don't know, yeah. he really portrayed it in a really cool way, man. Yeah, that kind of sounds I think we're we're at that age where we sound like our parents when we used to play rap and, yeah. and, and like rock and they'll be like, what is this? This is the music we grew up on. You know, like my dad, like my dad doesn't like anything about rap. Mm -hmm. He grew up with the Motown days and all of that temptations. So, you know, my first CD I had him buy was L. Cool J. He had no clue who the L. L. Cool J was. And he would listen to it. He'd be like, that ain't no music. (laughs) So he would tell me me all the time. You know, it's funny as he got older, he kind of, some stuff he actually liked. Oh, which was funny. Who you like? He would be like, you, 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 listen, you, you hear that new Snoop Dogg? Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I guess somebody at his job was, was playing it. Um, That's cool. Yeah, That's so cool. he had mentioned it, but it was funny. But my dad, you know, my dad's a big Rihanna fan, though. Uh-oh. Oh, he, okay. loves him. he loves him some Rihanna. That's funny, yeah. man. No, my yeah. old man, my old man, it was funny, dude. One day <clears throat> I bought... This is, this is how old school it is. I bought the cassette, Me Against the World, and I, uh, Tupac, and I'm bumping Dear Mama because that was my jam. But then also, um, uh, oh, my God, dude. Uh, dun, dun, uh, back in elementary, what, what's uh, uh, She has so many tears. Yeah, I can't think of it. So she has so many tears. So Pop is bumping that. He likes it. He likes Dear Mama a lot. And then all of a sudden, Fuck the World came on. And he's just like, hey, man, nah, nah, bro. He goes, I don't want to hear that damn stuff. He goes, but, but I do love me some Tupac. And I, I was like, what? I mean, I actually watched that that video, too. And I have to agree, like, Merz did change my mind on how I view hip-hop. But, I mean, yeah, hip-hop is hip-hop. You might not like it because everybody has their own choice of what artists they like or what style of rap they like. Uh, I can't say Future or The Migos or 
all the littles out there, the just so many little rappers with, with the word <laughs> little on there. Little. Uh, I don't know, Xanax yeah. and, and all that other crap they got on there. They're popping. They're, they're getting radio play. They're getting love in the clubs. Just like, you know, back in the day when, like when DMX was, yep. this shit was out in the clubs. I mean, I know it was yeah. a different style of rap, but it's getting, it's getting love. I mean, if you don't, like it, if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. Basically. Let me ask you this question, guys. Being that we grew up with all kinds of K, let me give me your top five rappers. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, I already know my number one. It's always been my number one. Uh, yeah, I know you're not my one. number one. All right, Beagle, Beagle yeah. first. Oh, yeah, we'll do it that way. Let's do it that that order. Ones, and then we'll go to our seconds. Okay. Uh, my number one is Ice Cube. Okay, he's a good writer, man. Mm-hmm. Always been. I think I really slept on him for a while, you know, until I understood what he actually did to that whole gangster rap and his writing and the way he kind of also stepped away from it too, you know, and the things that he was actually trying to say and challenge. And I, yeah, I didn't know he was so good to tell you the truth. Yeah. I've smart. Been, he was way smart. Big time. Q was, uh, he had a lot of influence in the early days of hip hop that people didn't know he did. Like all the writing he did for NWA and all that. Yeah. So I did not know that was all him. Yeah. Yeah, so who's your number one then? Uh, you know mine, man. That's Nas. Nas, oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. Nas yeah, has been you... mine forever, man. I'm a st- I love storytelling, and anytime, even in all my music, I love storytelling. So Nas yeah. has always been somebody that I just gravitated to, and I just loved all this stuff. I don't even like a lot of New York rap, but for mm-hmm. some reason, I like him. No, I got you. Now, Nas is dope, man. I can't. He, he's part of my, well, he might, uh, he, he's there. I, I say top ten for me, but I don't have him in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Got to Got to go with the quick man, DJ Quick, all the way. Oh, all yeah. the way. Love DJ Quick. That live at House of Blues is one of my favorites. But I love me Rhythmalism, man. That's 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 probably one of my top two favorite albums. He produced a lot of the licks too, right? Yep. No, that was uh, J Row. That was J Row. Okay. Yeah, it was the J Row and I forgot the other guy. No, they no, he didn't produce the licks. Okay, I thought he did. Bigger free though. <laughs> yeah. Second to none, yeah, that was all DJ Quick. Nah, nah, the licks, man. The licks is one of those it's one of my favorite uh hip hop groups. Yeah. The licks. Yeah, we, yeah we I went back and started listening to them again. Yeah, the licks is dope. Yeah. Well, who's your number two, B? Uh number two got a Tupac. Keep it West Coast. You know, Tupac is I mean, come on, it's Tupac. All those great albums, the All Eyes on Me album, the Me Against the World album. I even like, you know, uh, the one Strictly for My Niggas, and then all of them. Tupac, just his words, his delivery, just, I mean, it's Pac. I mean, how could you not like Pac? You know, so Tupac's my number two. Yeah, I think Tupac was one of a guy that I really never dived into as a lot of his CDs to appreciate him. You know, I was always like listening to whatever was out and was hot and was getting radio play. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever did that um, that side B stuff. You know, I don't think I ever really got into him too much as I probably should have. Were you in your punk days back then? Um, no, you know what? I don't even think I was in punk phase then. I think I was more, I was more into underground at that point in time. When he was oh, okay. around, you know, I was kind of diving into a lot of the underground because that, I mean, it plays right into my number two and it's, it's atmosphere slug, you know, he's, oh, he's okay. always been somebody that I've related to. And a lot of people say he's fell off, you know, that he's getting older, but I don't know, like I've kind of grown with his music, you know, and I've, I've watched all his levels and I've always, I've always felt like I've grown with him, you know, all the stuff that he's gone through and I've, yeah, he's number two for me. Okay. What about you, Brian? <clears throat> Number two, dude. Uh, <laughs> definitely get. Uh, I gotta go with Tupac. I gotta okay. go with Pac. I like, you know, I mean, eighth grade, dog. The first ever double CD album, All Eyes on Me, and you were just like, damn. Yeah, that was the album right there, man. Definitely. That was the album. It's the one with um, Jodeci. Oh, dude. Uh, how do you want it, brother? How do you want it? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it. They used to get all the girls dancing back in the day. Yeah, I get those freak trains. You guys remember freak trains? <laughs> <laughs> the freak trains, huh? Oh my god, that was so wrong. I mean, we can't. I mean, we're kids. What junior high doing freak trains? I know. It's the <laughs> stupidest thing, isn't it? Like, what's that movie? I don't ever. I never even seen it, but uh, it kind of reminds me of. Uh, oh god, the Human Centipede. Oh, Human. 
Because that's how it was. I was like, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, this long line, and everybody's in a freak train. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. That's true. That would be kind of awkward if it was boy, 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 boy. Yeah, that's a different type of, different type of thing. <laughs> nah. Uh, but I was, my number three, uh, which Brian already said, was DJ Quick. DJ Quick's my number three. Uh, man, I mean, when Quick first came out with 1991, uh, his first album, I mean, I used to, I used to love that song, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was. Um, I forgot the name. Uh, yeah, I forgot the name of the album. Yeah, uh, he's but, that whole package, you know. Yeah, Quick's been around for a long time, and you know, the funny thing about Quick, he's, he tried to sign him to Rufus Records. Before he came out, like I didn't know that. first solo album, yeah, because they're both Compton, and he knew about him, and he wanted him to sign, you know, come over to the NWA and sign with Rufus. But you know, quick, quick, smart guy, he wanted to do his own thing. So, it, I mean, it worked out for him. How many classics does Quick have? Too yeah, many. too many. He's got way too many on those. Yeah, so many. So, yeah, that's my number three. Um, mine's somebody that I, he's kind of just turned into it over time. Um, is Andre 3000. Mm, there you go. Mm. No, I, um, I don't think I ever really knew how good of a writer he was. And, um, George actually put me on point to him, you know, towards of what he actually did for outcast and just going back and even big boy too, you know, them just together in the whole dungeon, you know, they've done a lot for music, but Andre, you know, he's, I didn't even think he was that good until I went back and started listening to it, you know, being older. Yeah. Nah, Andre Three Stacks is I'll just I'll just skip to it. I, that was my number four. Uh, <laughs> was Andre uh, Three Stacks because he man, when when Southern I remember I didn't know who Outcast was and my older cousins who lived in Long Beach, they you know, I, I would learn some of the new music that rap music, whatever would come out. And I remember I went to his house and I saw some of the CDs and I saw the Southern playlist of Cadillac music album there. And I was like, who the hell is? So I put it in the CD player and I was bumping. I was like, damn, I like this. You know, and ever since then, I've been a Outcast fan ever since. But Andre 3000 on the next album, AT Aliens. Yeah. His lyrics on that whole album is just ridiculous. Like, yeah, I just, I was like, damn, this is, this is my guy right here. Andre 3000. I mean, I like Big Boy too, but something about Andre 3000, his delivery and his words. Yeah. It's crazy, very crazy. I think for me, my uh, my number three. <clears throat> he's not. I mean, he's got a couple albums, but just the guy's voice. I think you know. Where I'm going with this, Nate Dog, man. Oh, Nate! Oh. Can you? Yeah. I mean, every yeah. every song Nate every every song Nate's in, he makes that song. Every song that that he's a cameo in or featuring Nate Dog. I mean, obviously, you know, Warren G. You know, Regulator. That's like the song, but it's like every song he's in. It's like it's a classic, dude. And yeah, it kind of takes us another level. Oh man, that voice, bro. That's why I was just like, every, and I, even his albums alone are are, are good albums. Ain't so a hook if Nate Dog ain't spit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, rest is so Nate Dog, man. Oh yeah, man. How many? Just he's every song he's on is a banger. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. It just doesn't matter, you know. I mean, like I said, you know, my number four was uh, Andre Three Stack, so that was my number four. What's your number four, Mike? I'm gonna go with something new. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Bubba Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Little Uzi. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Joey. Joey Badass, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that kid is. You know, like I said, I'm not a big New York guy, but I think he's just got something, something about him, man, that just makes me. I don't know. There's that old one with Styles P, that guy that passed away. Um, that he's got this old youtube video when he's a young kid man and he's just spitting so grimy and he looks like he just like takes the baton for new york and just goes and i just like i said i'm not even a big new york style guy i don't even like that type of stuff but something about him man he's just um makes me kind of start liking hip-hop again you know getting back in there and you know making me dive and find new people you know i and i'm really like anything that he puts out right now no nah, that's true joey is uh he brings back when first time i heard him i was like he brings back that old 90s New York style of rap that has kind of been missing for a long time because a lot of New York rappers started to sound like Southern rappers. You know, yeah. like, what happened? Well, my, what happened to that New York style that was different? Because with me, I, I like hearing different kind of music from hip hop artists. I don't want to like, I don't want every, I don't want the East Coast guys to sound like the West Coast guys and all the West Coast guys to sound like the East or the South. I like it. I like to have the individuals and 
like okay you know that's the east coast sound that's the midwest sound that's the south sound so joey he came out I was like damn that's way back 90s style rap and even his beat uh choices was like 90s style east coast rap which oh, i love yeah. so yeah no joey badass is dope and i like joey and he's young too so yeah. he's gonna be around for a minute and that's one of the reasons why, too, because it's just like at that age to be spitting about that type of stuff, you know, and and to have that knowledge, you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about him. What about you, Bri? Uh, number four. <clears throat> number four, dude, is definitely got to be Stink On You, dog. Outcast. Um, every album, man. Every album's good. Every album's just a trip. And it's good storytelling, but overall, it's just different, but really good. Yeah. Okay. Stink On You, man. I don't know. That's a... I think that was the last Outcast album I actually like really, really liked. Because after that it was their um what speaker was it? box. Yeah, speak and it didn't really have it was just like a separate it's like two soul albums put together pretty much. Yeah, they just kinda of sounded like black eyed peas in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was I think Andre was trying to experiment and do mm-hmm. things. And ever since then, like you don't really hear too much of from Andre, I mean, I don't. He's kind of faded off, and you know, he'll he'll do a uh, a cameo verse on somebody's song here and there, but then that's it. Big Boy keeps busting out solo albums, but I hear them, and it's not the same. You know, I I need another Outcast collabo album soon because I think it would be dope to have them do that. All right, and last but not least, what's the number five, boys? Number five for me, I gotta throw up the rock, Jigga Man, Jay Z. I mean, too many hits. It's ridiculous. Some people say he bites some of Biggie's rhymes, but everybody, every rapper bites somebody's rhymes. I guess that's a sign of respect, you know? Yeah. But but Jay-Z's ridiculous lyrics, songs, and craziness. I mean, I like Jay-Z's is dope, man. Too many hits, you know, from from Hard Knock Life, you know, to Reasonable Doubt, to freaking, I mean, how old is he? You pushing 50? Yeah. <laughs> Still relevant, still out there. And the last album, to me, it's like a grown man hip hop album. It's not for the kids. So, but I like it though. Like he he finally put himself out there because Jay Z's always been kind of you know keeps some of his personal business out of out of the music. But this time he opened up. You know, I don't know, maybe maybe Beyonce's making a little soft or something. I don't know. If that <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, man. Uh, no, Top five Jay Z. I mean, and I would say Nas was creeping there on my five. He's right below Jay, but I, I love me some Nas, but just Jay had just had way too many hits for me. Uh, he just he got too many bangers and for me. Yeah, yeah, and his hunger, man, that he came out with was I don't know. I've never seen anything like that to come out and just take over the whole game and like that dominance that he had and already like kind of became an instant legend, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Man, what about I, you, Mike? What's 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 your face? You know what? I'm I'm a. It's a real big toss up between two old cats that were like really underrated that never really got a lot of fame. It's, and I I got I don't know I don't know who I put in front of. It's Rockham and Big L, man. And I <sighs> and I keep on saying and I keep on saying that I'm not a New York. I don't really like New York, but I'm just one of the New York guys. Maybe I need to reevaluate that. Come so, on, son. You mean like that New York style, son? I know it sounded like I am. Um, Big L was somebody that I really somebody told me about him and put me on point, and I never really understood. And and it right to right to what Big B saying is, Big L is like gave the baton to Jay Z, you know, and he kind of went off from there, you know, because weren't they were buddies, right? Yeah, Big L and yeah, they knew yeah they knew each other. They were buddies. Story about Big L I found out recently. Big L, Cameron, and um, Mace. Were grew up together in Harlem. Oh, I didn't know that. So they they kind of came up together uh, in the rap scene together. But Big L, huh? So Big L, Rockem, well, Rockem, what do they call him? The God MC? Yeah, they call him what, the Prophet. Yeah, the God MC right there. Yeah, you know, I, I as a kid, I remember LL used to be my favorite rapper. Yeah, yeah. For for a little because it was be, it was before NWA when LL came out. So LL used to be like when I was first was listening to rap ll was my guy yeah, yeah he ran yeah he was the man man yeah he was my guy rocking the kango and all that the red red jumpsuit 
Yeah, yeah. remember him and uh, Cannabis's beef? Oh, oh. <laughs> come on. Do, 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 do. Mike Tyson, you don't eat. LL had such good rhymes, you know, until something like that, you know, how he can get. His whole career was on beef. He beefed with so many rappers. He was just, uh, what, Kumo D and uh, Cannabis and some other rappers. Yeah, he he's the one. He's what they call a battle rapper. Yeah, he was yeah. beef. He'll take it to you. That's L for you. That's what I thought one stand-up thing that um, Russell Simmons did for him. He, um, I think, I don't know how many years he was in the game, and he basically, there was a party or something, I guess he gave him his master's. Oh, yeah, Russell just gave him his masters. If you don't know what masters are, masters are basically like rights to all your songs. So if any of your songs go into anything, the royalties and all that stuff, if Russell Def Jam kept that, the money would go to Def Jam, then do him, and then who knows who else, and then it would be distributed and he would get a fraction of the money. But now that he owns his masters, he owns all of it. So I thought that was a really cool thing that he did for him, you know? No, oh, that's definitely. cool. Oh, that's cool. What's your number five, Brian? Um, I actually got two, bro. And I mean, one of them is <laughs> got is uh well, no, I mean, I'm just I'll stick with five. I'll just stick with one. I, I, dude, logic. Boy, I like wait, I like logic, bro. Okay. Yeah, Damn. man. <laughs> bumping bumping Bobby. No, nah, I mean everybody is one of my favorite songs. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden, this came out with, with that song with him and Wiz, and I'm just like, woo. I got you on that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did, man. That, that beat alone, and then when he calls out Jay Dilla, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. that was cool when he did that. But no, I like Logic, man. But like, you know, I can't. I mean, he—he just—he's—he's got—he flows, dog. Okay. No, definitely, dog. Definitely. That, that new that new mixtape is. And I was listening to an interview with him the other day, and uh, he was talking about how I, I, I don't think I rem- I listened to the Bobby Tarantino first mixtape because this is the second one. But I guess it's like his alter ego. So he says when he does. Uh, Bobby Tarantino, it's just he just says whatever he wants and doesn't give a fuck what people think. You know, like his albums, he kind of he he thinks about it and how he wants it to flow through the whole album. Bobby Tarantino, he's just like I'm gonna talk about girls, bitches, whatever, whatever comes to mind. He don't care if he offends anybody. He's I like just, that. Yeah, and he goes yeah. off and he and his beat selection is like it's cool. It's like way different. And I was like, damn. When I heard the mixtape last week, I was like, wow, okay. I like this. It's way different than the last the album that just came out that won him a lot of praise and awards, but it's a good mixtape. So that's our top five. That's all of our top fives, which I think, I don't think anyone can complain. That's that's hip-hop right there. Nah, but some people are going to be like, where's Eminem? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, know. this is what we like, you know? It's not, no, no disrespect to those guys. You know, they, everybody did it and they touched other people, you know? Yeah, that's true. I was, I was more of a West Coast guy in the beginning, and then I ventured out to the East Coast a little bit more. Cool. Next time we'll uh, top three, top three. I like that. Top three groups. Okay. Yeah, we can do That'll groups. That'll work. So you guys uh, see that new uh, new Ready Player One trailer? Yes, sir. Gets me goosebumps, bro. Yeah, man. I'm. I read the book. Ernest Klein, man, big fan, and I just can't wait. Yeah, we're all gonna go see it. Yeah. What is what is um, ready, ready player one is that like uh to me i'm like is that a video game are you ready player one <laughs> well basically on a, on a quick nutshell what it is is basically willy wonka slash the matrix oh, okay. so what it is is there's a game like basically virtual reality kind of comes and i'll try to explain this fast virtual virtual reality is king you know everybody lives in this thing called the oasis Mm-hmm. And the Oasis is basically where you go to live, kind of like Sims or Second Life, you know, but everybody does it. Like you can get a job in there, you can work in there, live your life in there to some degree, you know. Yeah. And the guy that made it hid Easter eggs throughout oh, the whole thing. And there's worlds, and I don't know how they're going to tackle it in the movie, but there's like worlds all over the place. And there's an actual Easter egg that there's three of them that they got to find. And then they got to do something once they get the Easter egg. And basically what it is is, he dies and he puts these out there and says, whoever completes all these Easter eggs, you win the whole, all my empire, like Willy Wonka, you know, and then you could run the uh, Oasis. Uh, okay. That's cool. Like, yeah, so, take that out. Yeah. So basically, and what it is, is the guy that invented it is a huge eighties buff. He loves everything eighties. So like all these, you know, for clues, everybody dives back into his life, you know, and he, everything is 80. So it's basically, paying homage to the 80s in the book but i think in the in in the movie they're just going to do 
all genres of all stuff because I've seen like Jurassic Park in there. I've seen like some guys from Halo. So I think they're not just going to touch the 80s. They're just going to be like nerd nostalgia period, you know, or just nerd even now, you know. So it looks pretty interesting. Like they got the 18 band. They got like all this stuff in there, you know. The Brock is going to come out though. Yep. (laughs) So that comes out March 29th. So I'm 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 going wild. And the funny part is the the um, the writer wrote about a lot of um, Steven Spielberg movies mm-hmm. in there. And Steven Spielberg is ends up being the director. You know, yeah, so yeah, oh, how cool. awesome is that? Oh, it looks <laughs> cool, man. Perfect. It's, it's honestly, dude. It, Spielberg is a perfect director for this movie. And it's just, I mean, every time I see every new trailer, I just get goosebumps, dude. Because I'm just like, oh my god. Could you watch that? Uh, was that trailer? That trailer station? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Love. Yeah, um, I'm really, I'm excited for the Infinity War coming out, you know, because I'm a big Marvel guy. I love all the Marvel uh, movies, uh, even though I'm the last black man who hasn't seen Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're probably going to take my, my black man card away if I don't go see Black Panther soon. But um, no, you know, Infinity War looks dope. I think um, it's going to be another one of those high grossing Marvel movies. And it comes out, what, April 25th, I believe. And um, I'm just looking forward to that, man, because Marvel's just been constantly coming out with great movies. Yep. I mean, DC's probably like looking like, we got to get another Batman movie out or something. No, nah, they got to they get Wonder Woman, man. Wonder Woman was the, was their uh, savior. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, Marvel's kicking ass right now. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, and this is basically their... This is what it all focuses to, you know, all these, everybody's coming back for this, you know, I mean, you've got the whole Avengers, or the Avengers all coming into it, you've got Spider-Man, they're pulling back into it, you know, then you've got like Star-Lord, what's this, Guardians of the Galaxy coming in, you know, Hulk's back, uh, Thor's back, everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, so in my opinion, I'm almost really curious to see how they're going to tackle it. Cause when they do it with comic books, there's just so many storylines that all come together. And, you know, I'm really curious to see how they do it with the book or with the movie now, you know? Yeah. I mean, they've been, I think they've been doing pretty good. Well, you know, they got to make it kind of exciting when it becomes a movie, but they've been doing pretty good for kind of following the comic. There's yeah. certain, little, certain little things. It's like, what that wasn't in the comic. If you, if you read the comics, but yeah, it's uh it's gonna be pretty dope. Um, I know they got more. Marvel got more coming out, you know. So I know Brian. I know you excited for another one of those things. Oh hell yeah, dude! Dead, Deadpool too, man. The first one was awesome and just hilarious. And now with the second one with Josh Brolin in there, it's gonna be should be really well. I mean, you know, I mean, watching the trailers and stuff, and then when he's the, the, the one where he's impersonating Bob Ross you know, as a painter, that one, that, <laughs> that one was, just that was hilarious. That, that was the greatest one ever, dude. I mean, there there is no better casting than Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool. Like, he's, yeah. he's the perfect one, dude. That was that's 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 Deadpool. They straight hit it out of the park, and then also with with Josh being Dead or Cable, one of my all time yeah. favorite characters in comic book history is Cable. Period. Mm-hmm. And for him to be, I don't know, I just seen that, and I it just totally was like, oh yeah, why? Like, how was I not thinking that it couldn't be him? You know, yeah. he's perfect for Cable. So I'm I'm excited for that one too. That was one of my favorite comic book series is when they kind of ran together. So I'm very excited to see that in the movie. I never even, honestly, I I never heard heard of Deadpool until the movie came out. Maybe I missed him uh, growing up. I mean, I, I remember Cable and all the other ones, but Deadpool didn't, I never caught Deadpool as a kid. Deadpool came out. Oh God, here's my nerd nerd card. <laughs> Deadpool came out in New Mutants in issue ninety eight. Um, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, you know the time. The time it came out too. Oh, you know what? I don't know the time exactly. The year. That's you know. And then from there, he was kind of a hit. You know, the snarky thing. He was kind of like an kind of like an X-rated Spider-Man. You know, he has that same type of snarkiness that Spider-Man has. But he's also he can go way darker. And then the way that they were in the movie where he breaks that third wall, he does that in the comics and it it's just perfect. I mean, they just totally, you know, just hit all the nerd nerd points in it, you know, for me. But that de- but Marvel's just doing that period. Disney kind of took over and just kind of ran with it and they are the greatest at it right now. Like even their Netflix things, all the um, all the Netflix little series that they've got, and their little thing that they've got going on now with the Defenders is pretty oh, good. There's some, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. 
And then they've got this other one on FX with, um, I haven't gone in, watched it, but I've heard great things about it. Um, Le- uh, League Legend. League. Oh, God, I'm fucking... Not League of Legends, right? Nothing no, no. <laughs> Oh man, I'm totally losing it. But Sorry. it's it's a totally different partake or totally different take on uh, action hero, you know, oh, superhero, okay. which is really cool. Legion, Marvel. Legion. What what does all Disney own? Disney owns everything, don't they? Yeah, they own Miramax, Disney, or yeah, Disney of course, and they own CBS. They own was it ABC and ESPN? ESPN now, yeah, and then ESPN just. With that acquisition, they also bought like, you know how MLB was like first like people to put out like a lot of great stuff on the web towards of like games you could watch. Um, MLB the app itself totally like killed it, and then basically they also bought that app, which mm-hmm. they're going to hopefully bring out to ESPN, and then they're going to push that out. Disney just announced that they're going to do their own kind of Netflix thing too. Yeah, they're just killing it, man. They're bringing things together. They just brought this thing out called Movies Anywhere that they can, if you have an Apple uh-huh. account, if you have a Google account, if you have an Amazon account, and then a Voodoo account, all your movies can go together all in one place. So they can, they you, you link all f- four of those accounts, five yeah. of them, including uh, Movies Anywhere, and all your movies show up in one place all together, no matter Damn. what app you're on. It's killer, man. They've Yeah, they're going crazy, man. Yeah, Mickey Mouse got too much money, man. Yeah, too much money. And I think so. They- so now, boys, we got obviously we have our picks, um, our weekly picks, B and B picks. Uh, B, I'm gonna have you go first, my man. Well, my pick is the new Prime Two album that came out uh, last Friday. Uh, DJ Premier, Voice the Five Nine. Um, first album to me was a classic. Is super dope beats by DJ Premier, and Royce the Five Nine made me a bigger fan of his with his lyrics on that first album. Where it's is new. he from, though? Royce the Five Nine is a Detroit native. Okay, and uh, he's from the D. He used to work with Jay Dill a little bit, but because they're both from uh, Detroit, but not really. I mean, he Jay Dill used to produce a couple songs for him here and there. Because he's uh, he's got lyrics, man. Yes, Royce is just. He's insane. He's been that way since back then. He first came out in like '98. Yeah. And he's, you know, and he is a ghostwriter too. Yeah. Um, he said he he wrote something for Puff, mm-hmm. um, and some other rappers who can't write their own raps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but he's been he's been doing it for a long time, and this new album is insane. You know, and a couple of my favorite songs on the album is uh, it's called One of the Hardest. It's real dope. Um, a song called Wow, uh, featuring Yellow Wolf. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Yellow Wolf. Uh, I think Eminem signed Yellow Wolf to yeah, yeah. Shady. I'm not sure if he's still signed with them. But Yellow Wolf, um, hearing him on the song, I'm like, Yellow Wolf, I didn't realize he had it like that on his lyrics. No, he was yeah. pretty good. I like some of his stuff. Yeah, he was pretty dope. Um, and also um, another song called Streets at Night. And then another one of my favorites on the album is called Flirt. With two chains, two chains, you know. So, uh, all around good album. Um, Prime two, you know. I've, anything DJ Premier produces, I'm gonna listen to regardless because he he never does me wrong. So yeah, that's that's my pick of the week. So go listen to that if you have it. Mr. Mike, what's your pick? I'm gonna go with Stance socks. How weird this is! I'm a huge sock guy. <laughs> I love socks. <laughs> hey, this could be anything, man. It doesn't have to be. It could be anything you want. You know, it doesn't nah, have to nah. be. It could be the movie Beaches. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't on beaches, man. Uh, Stance socks. You know, it's just I don't know. I, I like to have something funky on, and in um, they always show something funky. And you can, you know, if you're a football person baseball person rapper like you want to show your rapper or some funky thing you know you could just a little way to express yourself you know that's not something that's way out there it's just a little subtle we're not this is a uh unpaid sponsorship they are not paying us exactly (laughs) hey stan stocks if you're listening we need some sponsorship soon hit us up please (laughs) uh, do they have big feet size socks for me yep yep you know because i got the xl the six to twelves. Yep, they got those. 
I need the 12 to 14s. They got those. Yeah, yeah, they even got the high soccer ones if you want to go outside and play some softball. No, nah, nah, I'm down, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll get my uh, my Taylor Swift stand socks on and put them on, though. Hey, you might, you might be getting one of those in the um, stocking for Christmas. <laughs> not joking around. This guy. Uh, what about you, Bri? Uh, my pick, man, is, I mean, obviously, I mean, this this is no plug either, but y'all need, you know, you got to check on your razors and stuff. So you get yourself a good razor, man, but you got to use shave butter, dude. If you've, if no, one, no one's ever used shave butter before. It's different, but I'll be damned, dude. It was the smoothest shave ever. Is it kind of like lotion? A little thicker? It is exactly like, it's a little bit thicker than lotion. It feels, honestly, dude, it does feel like butter. It's weird because you don't think it's on your face. You put it on your face, you get a good razor, man, and you let it glide, and it's just a trip, dude, because once you're done with your shave, you're just like, goddamn. <laughs> it just tripped me out, dude, because I've never, I've always used shave gel, and then I try shave butter, and I'm just like, damn, I'm, this is awesome, bro. Comes from so, Brian Landrum's grooming corner. <laughs> so what kind of, we can, what kind of shave butter, like, uh, like, from the store, just look for shave yeah. butter and get it? Or? You, go, you, you go to, yeah, they, they have it there. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Um, you know, you go like to any you know Target, Walmart, wherever, and you, you'll 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 see it there. Okay, nice, and it's nice. a trip, dude. Like I said, because it, it just it feels so weird, but once you put it on, it's it's smooth, man. It's I don't know. I'm kind of a I'm a fan right now. Smooth like a baby's booty. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's the motto. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I got. I'm feeling kind of like Wolverine over here. Maybe I should use some of that shave butter. Yeah, that's exactly what I gotta do right after this. <laughs> And get my little shave on here, like butter, uh, baby. So I guess that's gonna be the um, episode name. It's like butter. <laughs> you guys are gonna put me on. <laughs> Might as well keep it going because every single one has been something about you. So we'll just keep it, keep it going like that. Man, I got clowned on, dude. The, uh, you, you got one of the guys is like, dude, you, you have a Scarface poster, but you have a. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say something? Yeah, man. Oh, that's I was like, great. Oh, damn. It's all good, though. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, if you guys liked what we did, keep on following us. Hit us up on Twitter. B, you know most of those other ones. Yeah, uh, hit us up on um, Instagram uh, at uh, BNB Podcast 3. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook fan page, uh, BNB Podcast there. Um, I will be posting another poll uh, soon. So you guys can vote on that. We'll probably talk about that on the next podcast. And um, also just... Keep sharing, keep listening, keep downloading and putting the word out. You know, we're going to keep trying to give you good content, um, give us feedback, make this thing run as long as we can. Oh, yeah. That is it, folks. All right. Signing off. All right, guys.